How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. This is Golf in the Northwest, an action-packed hour about everything golf. Now with award-winning PGA professional Harold Bluestein. here's your host, Jason Swigard. And a fine good morning to you all. A little damp here as uh, we get ready. I believe it's uh, spring break for most, uh, most. Squishy. Yeah. Well, Harold's Harold's gonna, fussing with his squishy chair over there. I'm gonna, well, Souk sits in it. He's a big, fat guy. Susie said yes. They're tightening up. Yeah. Yeah. And so Souk sits on Dirt this sits thing. there, the whole thing too. Sticks. The back is broken. The armrests are loose. Yeah. Well, I, welcome to Intercom. This is, yeah, but it's Souk. I understand. Souk, wake yeah, up. Yeah, Dirt, dirt sits there, too. Yeah. It took you all of about, shoot, wasn't even a minute for you to go into a uh, old golfer man rant. <laughs> yeah, Something's I wrong got with off my the chair. porch. I usually sit on the front porch and keep keep people off, uh, kids off my lawn. Is that right? You sit yeah, on your during porch during the week with your golf club kind of slung behind yeah. your shoulders, just looking at kids go just across your lawn. Just waiting for a fight. Let's and, go. And so and then just drills hosel rockets at them as they walk by. Just but, pelts them. I throw golf balls at him. Yeah. He and just blading, blading things, just <laughs> slicing yeah, it right you into Yeah, you got to teach him. me that shot. I'm the those, master of that shot, yeah, unfortunately. Ah, Put all trying. that crap out of your head. That's right. We're What's, trying to fix that. The driver's in. The irons and the wedges are on their way. Paul Benson's been extremely patient with me down there at Willamette Valley Country we've Club. We've all been patient with so, you. Um, so, yeah. yeah. And uh, i got to travel next week, so... Uh, take care of take care of my dad. I got to get him home. Everybody uh, that's been listening understands he's he's doing well. He's resting. He's recovering. A uh, little little scare there. Well, more than a little scare, but uh, he's home safe. So I'm gonna go get him. Good and uh, bring him Good back. So hopefully, assuming uh, planes, trains, and automobiles works properly, I'll be back in time for the show next Saturday. And if not, uh, we'll throw Luke in here. Oh. You can have it, Luke, for an hour. Oh, that'll be fun. Or it could be you and I, Harold. You remember that one time, Harold, you and I did the golf show? Yeah, I've and... been trying to forget that. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I and literally every segment would start with me just introducing us, and then I would just let you go for 12 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, that was, you know, do we have a best of? That's got to be. Uh, I think it's just that hour, probably. Yeah. Oh, that was, we got to play that again. That was probably the most. That might have got... been our best show. Well, that's probably Ever. the most you got to talk in an hour since you've started doing this show. <laughs> so. It's literally just Will Darkens here with Harold Bluestein, and then I would cut my mic, and Harold would just go at it. <laughs> I can't remember that. Uh, well, we got a lot actually to get to today. We're going to have some uh, big help uh, from our good friend Barb Trammell, uh, who's in charge down there at the o uh, OGA, as uh, the Oregon Golf Alliance, which is the uh, group that uh, partners with all of the the main um, 
organizations that that uh, take care of the game of golf here in the state of Oregon. Uh, they've put out their uh, economic summary from uh, fiscal 2019. So we'll get some clarification on all that that is included. How much of that report that uh, came out uh, includes things going into COVID? Uh, because obviously that affected things, certainly, and we'll we'll try and get an idea of that. But the state of the industry and its overall impact, not only to the economy, but uh, to the state as as a whole. Uh, and it's far more significant than I think people realize. Uh, way more significant. And I don't know where it ranks now, but golf, uh, according to one of our uh, impact studies, was the third largest industry in the state of Oregon. Now, Barb will give us a little insight as to what this study looked at and what it includes and the impact of golf on our uh, Oregon economy. Absolutely. She will join us at 830 and uh, we want to give her plenty of time because there's a lot to get to. And uh, so we're glad to have her uh, joining us uh, also, I don't know if you saw the statement that uh, I think it came out yesterday, but uh, our, our old buddy Jeff Sanders, he, he left Sport 5, uh, and the announcement came out. He has started up once again, and you knew it was only a matter of time. Jeff can't take orders from people for very long. <laughs> he's kind of like you in that regard. He can only for so long, but he's got his own uh, company. He has uh, back where his roots began with the with the Boise Invita- or the Boise Open uh there uh one of the uh one of the three or four tournaments that was from day 1 of now the Corn Ferry Tour that has not been interrupted mm-hmm. uh so he's starting there and we'll catch up with him down the road at some point but uh but yeah so he's back doing that and- It's a Napoleonic complex. Oh yeah. The uh Jeff and I, he's, I think he's a, a quarter of an inch taller than I am, uh, so he's about a quarter of an inch more successful than <laughs> I am. And we have that, uh, we, it's not that we don't like to take orders. We have a certain way of doing things that uh, yep. we feel is a heck of a lot more correct than the way you think. So. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but he knows what he's doing. He's been a good friend to us over the years, so we'll look forward to But, yeah, he's back, uh, got his own company, and uh, he's got the Boise Open. Uh, that'll be in the middle of August. And uh, But I'm certain he's already got 87 new projects in mind and we'll see where he wants to take it but yeah he's uh he kind of mastered that golf festival thing and unfortunately covid didn't allow him to do it there right. with the american express and certainly the one in napa was huge because it was a great venue they were getting big musical acts to come in and the kibosh got put on that and it's pretty hard to put on golf tournaments and generate the monies for charities that he was able to do and then you know and out here at winco so i'll be curious uh if he's got something in mind to bring something back to Oregon, that's, that's really the main thing. Yeah. I have a feeling that's the direction he'd like to go. He and Peter Jacobson have, uh, and anyone from this area would like to see golf at the higher levels played because the, the fans here love it and want to see it. And they feel a, a close connection to the Northwest. So, and, and professional players, there are some courses they love to come. The women love playing Columbia Edgewater and have for years, and so uh, they always love coming here. And coming here in August or September as opposed to playing on the eastern seaboard or down in the south where it's just oppressively humid and hot, you can come out here. It might be warm, but generally it's pretty arid and dry, and, and it's as comfortable as you're going to find in the summertime to play golf. Yeah, did you see how last week – at the players, these guys are sweating. Oh yeah! All I could think of is, oh God, Florida. It's flat. It's hot. It's humid. You got to take a shower just to, to to cool off, and five minutes afterwards, you're sweating again. No question, but uh, that's where so many of them are residing now, down there in Jupiter, because they can play year round. That's right. the thing, and so uh, so that's where we will start, though by going inside the ropes. It's time for an insider's look at the leaderboards. The latest on all tours, plus local golf events and golf news. This is Inside the Ropes, part of Golf in the Northwest. Two tournaments, uh, or two tours really in action. The European tour is in action, but they're in Africa, and I don't... uh... 
recognize them when they have their geographical issues. So um, we'll we'll catch up with them when they actually get back into Europe. The Corn Ferry Tour is in Louisiana. The Chitimacha Louisiana Open presented by Mistros. And a pair of leaders up top. Some familiar names. Peter Uline, uh, eight under par tied with Roberto Diaz. And uh, Uline is one of those uh, trailblazing Americans who spent a lot of time on the European tour uh, and has worked his way back over to the United States. And then Roberto Diaz, uh, he went right from the Corn Ferry Tour in uh, 2017, earned his tour card. He didn't win, though. He's still looking for his first Corn Ferry Tour win, but he was 25th. Got his card out of Winco a few years back. Spent two years on the tour, but couldn't keep his card. So he's back now. A couple of guys uh, in their 30s trying to get that elusive victory and to kind of cement a spot on the PGA Tour. Yeah, Uline is trying to get his first top 10 uh, on either tour, either uh, the major tour or the Corn Ferry since uh, 2019 at the Byron Nelson. Uh, and Diaz has three runner-up. So he's been close, kind of a Lee Westwood kind of syndrome. He's been close uh, three times in 112 career starts on the Corn Ferry Tour. So one of those veterans out there on, on the minor tour uh, started out really well with uh, birdies on six of his first seven holes. So uh, it'd be nice to see. Either one get their first victory. It means a lot to these players. No question. And uh, a rarity on the Corn Ferry Tour, the cut was two over par. So uh, not first time since 2008 that a 36-hole cut has been over par. So tough course, tough conditions. And uh, it's going to take somebody playing well. You got Steven Yeager, uh, he of the uh, 58 uh, that was shot on uh, on the Corn Ferry Tour a few years back. I think that was in Utah. He did that a few years back. Now he's tied with Chad Ramey and Braden Thornberry there, just two back. So, but Jaeger's been he's been one that's been promoted and has come back now. So uh, you've got some veteran guys who know what they're doing. So if somebody can uh, get on out there and uh, go low, could be interesting. The PGA Tour finishing up their Florida swing at PGA National, the Bear Trap, the Honda Classic, and a very familiar name, Aaron Wise, is atop the leaderboard. The former Oregon Duck, 12-under, back-to-back 64s, uh, has him with a three-shot lead going into the weekend. Brandon Hagee and Matt Jones, who tied the course record with a 61 in his opening round. Uh, They're at 9-under. Sam Ryder at 8-under. Denny McCarthy, 7-under, who played well last week at the Players'. We'll get to Justin Thomas in a few minutes uh, in his victory at the players. And But for Aaron Wise, he won the Byron Nelson a few years ago, but his exemptions are starting to run out. But he's consistently uh, uh, put himself in position, just hasn't come through. But when he get, we've seen, he's one of those guys that when he gets hot, he can go real low. And I think we see that. That's one of the things we saw JT do that at the players. He finally... He'd been knocking, 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 and all of a sudden the putter gets going and these guys can have ridiculous rounds. And I think that's something I've noticed more from the younger players. It's about putting everything in position and then finding that hot streak to go low as opposed to guys who are trying not to make bogeys. I don't think Aaron Wise cares if he makes a bogey necessarily, if he's on a birdie train and they can make it up with the Eagles. He had that bogey on 16 and then finished birdie Eagle. Yeah, Aaron, If for those who don't, know this he's uh 24 years old it was a 2016 ncaa champion from oregon so it's nice to see a duck at the top of the leaderboard i always look at areas uh i go right to their statistics to see what has held him back and you can go right to putting uh and he hits the ball long. His average is, is almost 300 yards. He's not very accurate. He's only just above uh, 50%. Greens and regulations does quite well. So he can, he can hit greens at 72%. And that's saying something. Anything over 70%, 65 to 70% is, is astounding. But when it comes to putting, uh, he's 216th on tour, mm. and you're not going to win tournaments doing that. 
You got to, yeah, you got to be able to score, but he's rolling them in uh, this week. We'll see if he can keep it going. We will uh, talk a little bit more about him. Uh, some of the other guys here as a lot of the top players that you saw the previous weeks taken this week off. You've got the match play event next week, and then they're getting ready for Augusta coming up in about three weeks. So this is the week they're giving themselves a breather to, to get reorganized, refocused. Um, and so an opportunity for some guys to get that victory, qualify themselves, get the exemption, get into the Masters and everything else. We'll talk more about some of those names here as we get going. Barb Trammell from the OGA going to join us at 830 uh, on the uh, econ economic uh, impact uh, study that was released for the game of golf here in the state of Oregon. As we get going, it's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. May 17 of this morning, Jason Swigart, Harold Bluestein with you. Barb Trammell from the OGA going to join us at 8.30 on the uh, state of the golf industry here in Oregon. Uh, some interesting numbers that uh, were just released in an impact study. So we'll uh, understand what it means for the health of the game, what it means for uh, the industry, and what it means for uh, the you recreational golfers out there and uh, what you can expect moving forward as uh, life starts to show signs of returning to um, some sort of sense of normalcy over the after the last year. Well, we're getting closer. What? Hi. I'm not close enough to my microphone? I don't think it was on, but that's okay. Oh. oh Sorry, well. sir. <laughs> Such a so, letdown. Sorry, Mr. Bluestone. I, I've got to keep... I've got to... What's this button for? <laughs> sorry, Mr. Bluestone. <laughs> sorry. All right. Well... Moving on, we're getting closer to normal everywhere except in the studio. But, uh, yeah, uh, it looks like uh, things may be back to normal uh, April, May. Uh, I've got both my shots. Uh, unfortunately, I had to be old to get them. Yep. Well, I'm but it looks be... like more people will be getting them. Yep, which the, is great. Yeah, they keep cranking them out, so hopefully that means uh, you know, we'll all be getting ours uh, here a little sooner than originally scheduled. So that'll be fantastic. I for got people. two two COVID shots and one distemper. Which which shot did you get, Harold? The, brand wise, the, the Moderna. The Moderna. So yeah. did you did you have any weird side effects on the second one? Because I know a lot of people have talked about the second shot makes them feel pretty bad. Yeah, I ran around naked for about three hours. Uh, Oh, just like they're doing at the Honda this yeah. week. And uh, and then I was fine. I had a fever, ran around naked, and and cooled off. And so I don't want to be that, whipped. Other than that, I I didn't have any side effects at all. My wife had a little bit of a uh, a fever and chills that didn't last very long. I was just watching you run around naked. So. <laughs> she was like, exactly. oh, she, I haven't seen this she in went years. next door <laughs> while I did that. <laughs> oh man i haven't seen this since tiger won the masters the last time harold just took all of his uh. clothes off ran around <laughs> <laughs> he did it <laughs> oh well they have been uh they have been gearing down this week at the honda uh hitting it in the stuff 
as it were, playing out of penalty areas. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we haven't seen that. We're seeing it more and more. But, yeah, Sebastian Kaplan, yeah. I think, uh, had to do that. He went shirtless. You know, he's pretty well built. Yeah, we're, fortunately, we're... the two guys that, that got a lot of airtime. Yeah. Uh, you know, there wasn't, it, it wasn't Harry Higgs having to gear down or, uh, yeah, I, he's Kevin not going to take his shirt off. To, well, it's might. already halfway undone. There's really not much left to the imagination there. Will they, will they post that video? Oh, absolutely. If you want a, something to go viral short of Tiger Woods swinging a golf club again. Yeah. yeah. Harry Higgs gearing down to hit it out of a penalty area. Oh, that would be hysterical. That'll go viral in about a half a second. <laughs> <laughs> but they were stripping down it. These guys just, you know, if you can see uh, the I don't top understand. half of the ball, you can hit it. Yeah, you can hit it. And uh, I don't, are we really worried about, I mean, it's not like it's cold. I don't, I don't know. Oh, it's warm down there. I'm I know. not taking any clothes off unless, of course, it's the result of a second COVID shot. That's true. The uh, I'm not taking clothes off to hit a hit a ball no. out of the garbage. No. Well, one of the guys that hasn't had to worry about that has been Aaron Wise. We mentioned the former Duck, former NCAA champion, looking for a second tour victory, uh, PGA Tour victory. 64-64, uh, solid play. He's making birdies. He's making eagles and uh, talked about uh, just the state of his game after his uh, round. Just playing really well, you know. I've been playing well coming in, but hadn't quite seen the really good scores. And it's all kind of just clicked into place. And I had two amazing days where I really didn't do anything bad. So I can't complain. Well, he's been in the top, well, he tied for 17th at Sanderson Farms. Uh, tied for 11th uh, in Houston. Uh, Maya Kobe did quite well came in second so he he's had a fairly good year so far um and it, it's all about confidence and like i said earlier he just bombs the ball he hits it long i yep. uh, and he hits greens it's a matter of just making some putts yeah two eagles in his round his second round yeah uh so that's certainly gonna help and uh, and that overcome, you know, three bogeys. He's got five bogeys, so it's, you know, if he hits it a little sideways or gets too far out of position, but he's making enough birdies and putting himself in position so that risk-reward thing, he's willing to risk more. And when he doesn't, you know, so when he puts himself in position, the key is uh, once he gets those birdie and eagle opportunities to convert. Well, it- you can see the players who are successful long-term, they'll have a poor hole and follow it up with a, a, a good hole. They'll, they'll follow a bogey with a birdie or a double with a birdie birdie, something like that. Of course, they don't like to make any numbers over four. Uh, they hate to see fives on the card. Uh, fours and threes and twos are, are more than welcome. So we'll see how he does going into the weekend. There are quite a few players chasing him down. Players, as you said, who need, uh, who want to get back into the Masters. Uh, Ricky Fowler being one of them. He is. And so uh, he had been missing cuts. He'd been all over the place. Uh, the flat stick, which was always his signature, one of the smoothest putting strokes, that has uh, gone south on him. But he's at two under. He's going to play there here the weekend. We'll see if he can get hot. But he talked about where his game was at. I'm happy with how I stayed in it. Um Yesterday, foot slipped on six off the tee, and obviously a lot of times that causes you to pull it. Uh, and so ended up in the hazard, made double. Um, chipped in on the next for birdie and kind of kept things going, stayed kind of moving forward. Um, same thing today, uh, bogey my first. Um, so I think a lot of it was just kind of staying patient. I know I'm getting close, starting to hit, you know, a lot more fairways, more greens. Um, the other thing was on the greens, I, I made some good putts coming in yesterday. Um, haven't been seeing them well, so I've been calling Joe in a little bit more than normal, and um, we'll try and get that going. But made a couple of birdies to finish off the day today, so happy about it. But I know there's it can be a lot better. When he talks about not seeing putts well, what's yeah. he referring to? I was just gonna say that the uh, seeing putts is seeing your starting line. Uh, it's about reading greens and being successful. If you can't make a determination on where that starting line is 
bring your caddy in and have them look at it. Uh, but then once you set up over the ball, you have to focus on that starting point and not on the result of I'm going to make or miss this putt. Uh, most amateurs will focus on uh, their success is based on whether they make the putt or miss the putt. In uh, tour players, it, did I get the ball rolling on the line that I selected? And if it goes in, it goes in. And if it doesn't, uh, they missed a putt. Maybe they misread it. Something happened. They rarely will com- complain about their stroke. Yeah, because Ricky Fowler has been, as you mentioned, a really good putter. And I saw some things yesterday that showed that his confidence level on the greens has diminished. Uh, not significantly, but there were, um, you can tell by the tempo or the pace of a stroke, uh, the speed of the ball as it moves down the line, whether the player feels comfortable with, with what they're doing. And I saw several putts that did not look good and several that looked old Ricky Fowler-like. And the thing for a guy like Ricky Fowler is it probably doesn't take much. It's probably just one little tiny sort of thing or having a few go in, and then it's he's right back locked in. It, 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 could, happen, it could happen within a round. Yeah, it can. And it comes down to uh, they don't often look at their mechanics because – you know, let's face it. Uh, when they say, "Well, I found something on the on the putting green before I went it's, out," it's more of a feel thing, yes, isn't it? Absolutely, it is, and and it gets them a sense of confidence moving forward. And that that's what he's looking for. I think Ricky's problems have been with his full swing and trying to make some changes there. Uh, a change of instructors has really been a a challenge. But we've seen uh, Jordan Spieth come back from that. That switch, and I think, Ricky, it's a matter of time. I don't believe it'll be soon enough to make it into the Masters. Yeah, he might be uh, making more commercials, or uh, it would be fun to see if CBS brought him in. Oh, that would be. If he doesn't make it and, like, put him him out as a course commentator or something. He may not want to do that. No, but... Because uh, if I'm if I'm in tar- charge of CBS golf production and I know he's not in it, I'm certainly lobbing a phone call because he'd be fantastic. Yeah, but as a player, you're going to say, "Hey, I really don't want to talk about golf. I want to go." Out Ricky and play seems it. like one of the guys that's comfortable enough with himself and doesn't see, doesn't think it's somehow an acknowledgement that he's not worthy of playing there anymore. That yeah. he, it, it's just a one-off something to do. I, he's got the personality and the mentality. Mm-hmm. to not let that affect him if he wanted to. If right. he wants to go, you know, just get away from it. And the other thing, too, is he might not want to be there, period. It's just too hard. But that, That's exactly what I think. Yeah. But as for expectations for the weekend, we'll go back to Aaron Wise, who's uh, sitting on his first 36-hole lead looking for his second win. Just a lot of confidence. You know, there's a lot of golf ahead, and the conditions are going to totally change, and the wind's going to switch. And so the most, the most important thing I can take from the first two rounds is just a bunch of confidence, knowing I'm playing well and, and just go ahead and stay patient and, and let whatever's going to happen happen this weekend. Well, the last three holes of that golf course are, have been uh, called a, a three-hole stroll down a dark alley. <laughs> and uh, they can, the, the bear trap can be a real problem. Uh, the Florida swing has been really interesting, very tough golf courses that really beat players up. But we've seen champions. We saw JT shoot 64 there. Absolutely. We saw guys uh, tear up Bay Hill in in a fashion that they hadn't done. Now, some of that had to do with the conditions. But uh, we might get to more of that in the business of golf because I think it's – and it goes along with some of the things we heard about the the distance and trying to rein in the distance – and uh, it'll be interesting to uh, to see how this all plays out. Uh, Justin Thomas is uh, joining some rarefied company, winning the players last week. He joins Tiger Woods, Jack Nicklaus, Johnny Miller as the fourth player since 1960 to win 14 times on tour before he turns 28. That That's elite company. It sure is, and I would have never guessed that Johnny Miller was one of them. Uh, you can always throw Nicholas and and Woods yeah. in there and be and be right more times than not, but uh, that's quite an accomplishment. Uh, and he overcame some real 
uh, difficult issues in his personal life to come away with that victory. Uh, The one that really hits home the most is losing his grandfather, uh, Paul, uh, because Paul is the guy who got Got him going Just in golf. Got him into golf. Got his dad into golf. They are a PGA professional family. And, you know, that relationship between granddad and, and grandson is very important. Yep. It was my grandfather that introduced me to golf, too, way back at Corvallis Country Club when I was a, a little sprightly guy. Well, and that's an interesting thing that you say uh, and and why why that happened. Is, no, I'm kidding. I was going somewhere with that. There was... That was a great straight line. I should have uh, had something planned. I <laughs> oh, no, will no, in the future. No, no, go ahead. Finish. What were we going to say? Oh no, I can't because there's. I it. I'll I'll save it for All right. another time. Well, we got to get a hold of Barb here. Uh, <laughs> Barb Trammell, CEO of the OGA, going to join us here. And uh, the uh, Oregon Golf Alliance, Golf Alliance of Oregon, uh, released its uh, key 2019 economics impact statement on the industry for uh, the state of Oregon. Uh, we want to uh, kind of capsulize that and uh, see how that will affect the industry moving forward as we make the turn here. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex (laughs) heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived Spring Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Tips for your game from award-winning PGA instructor Harold Bluestein. It's time to ask the pro on Golf in the Northwest on the fan. here this morning. Golf of the Northwest following us at Center and Satan. And coming up tonight, 6.30 pregame tip somewhere around 7 p.m. The Oregon Ducks will uh, play the final first-round game of the men's NCAA basketball tournament against VCU. Uh, If they win, they'll advance and play sometime on Monday. Uh, uh, The Oregon Ducks. Yeah, but who would they They would play the winner of Iowa and Grand Canyon University, the fighting Dan Marley's. Uh, 
Grand Canyon's got a good golf team. Yeah. I have had players go down there and play for them. They, uh, they got a pretty good basketball team, too, but yeah. we'll see if they can uh, deal with Iowa. But that's uh, what's coming up later today on The Fan. Right now, we are so pleased to have returning to the show the CEO of the Oregon Golf Association, our good friend Barb Trammell. Good morning, Barb. How are you this morning? Good morning, Jason. Hi, Harold. I'm great. How are you guys doing? We're doing okay. We're doing okay. Good. Harold uh, sent me uh, a copious uh, email on Monday with this uh, economics data uh, collected <laughs> and uh, also kind of the state of the industry and its impact for the state of Oregon. And uh, yeah. before we kind of get into some of the details and, and what it indicates about the industry moving forward, just I, I think people, uh, especially the recreational golfers out there, don't quite understand uh, the size and scope of the industry as a whole and what it provides for the state of Oregon. Just give uh, people an idea of how big and how all-encompassing uh, golf is for Oregon. Yeah, well, so I think, you know, most people who play golf obviously enjoy it and, and just think about it as a recreational pastime, a sport that they enjoy, and, and a, a game that they love to play. But you know, it really is, and one of the primary reasons for doing these economic impact studies is to show, particularly in our case, Oregonians, uh, just how impactful this game, as you as we see it, is as an industry and what it contributes to the state of Oregon. And, uh, and it's massive in, in terms of, you know, when you think overall economic impact itself is $1.6 billion, billion with a B, Dollars and and provide sixteen thousand five hundred jobs um, here in the state alone. So um, you know one of one of the main reasons is for us to be able to show um, decision makers, legislators, governor's office, for instance, and 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 just overall uh, business leaders in in the state just how important the uh, the game of golf is and obviously it reaches and has impact in other areas as laid out in this report environment uh, environmental impact charitable impact uh, health and wellness benefits so just the scope of it um, you know all of us who play the game should be really proud of the fact that it, it contributes so much positivity to the state of Oregon well, it certainly did in 2020 uh, as far as uh, providing mm -hmm. us a place to be. Now, this study was in uh, was 2019 numbers, and when you say $1.6 billion, what is, what is wrapped up into that number? So that encompasses a lot of different areas. Um, golf facility contributions, in other words, rounds of golf, green fees, cart fees, everything that a consumer would pay or purchase at a golf facility. Uh, with Oregon, for instance, we have 177 facilities throughout the state. And one item of note is 83% is of those are public golf facilities. You know, golf has gotten a bad rap in the, in the past that it's, it's all private country clubs, and uh, that is just not the case. Uh, it's very accessible to the public sector. Uh, beyond, you know, what's spent at the facilities, it's um, manufacturing, retail, everything that's uh, been spent on that side, as well as capital improvements. When you think of all, um, you know, things that are related with capital improvements go, that goes into golf courses themselves, um, and, and just overall, um, you know, contributions from other kind of um, spending that is associated with golf, like tourism, that's wrapped in, up into those numbers as well. Chatting here with Barb Trammell, uh, CEO of the uh, OGA, uh, heading up this uh, economic impact study that was just come out. The market overall, you mentioned uh, 177 golf facilities, over 80% are public with... And, and I know that these, these numbers don't necessarily include 2020 and, and the impact we right. saw with COVID, but anecdotally, we know so many people turned to golf, uh, yep. either returning to it for the first time or those that played some played a lot more. Right. Does, is, is the current uh, amount of facilities and accessibility, do you think that's enough for the demand? Or do you think, uh, is the industry thinking we don't know if this demand is going to keep up once things start returning to normal and a lot of the other recreational entertainment options that weren't available return to people. 
Yeah, Jason, you've, you've, that's the $64,000 question that we're all, you know, wondering. Uh, I, I think part of us doing this uh, study and at the time that we did it, the, the research was conducted last year throughout 2020, but obviously uses the prior year's data for the report. So it, it kind of is a sort of a nice dovetail, and, and you'll see we're doing kind of a, a two-week social media campaign for education and awareness uh, with the hashtag uh, golf good for Oregon to, to point out the various areas of, of impact and you'll see on those social media posts that in 2020 uh, even because of COVID uh, you know the golf as an industry experienced a, an eight percent increase in participation so we're obviously seeing numbers in 2020 and I, I think any facility operator you would talk to would tell you that you know even in Oregon I've talked to some facilities that experienced as much as a 15% increase at their facilities in terms of rounds, which is huge. So uh, I, I think we'll see more of a level set in 2021. I think we'll still see the demand. It's already starting out to be that uh, this year. Obviously, weather has a lot to contribute to that, but um, it remains to be seen, you know, as far as supply and demand. I, I think we're on really, we're on the right track, and I, I don't really see things as as you know, going one way or the other, too much demand or, or uh, too much supply. So I think we're at I think we're at a good place right now. But we saw a lot of uh, facilities that were you know tee times were booked uh, all day long, which was again great for the industry. There's been uh, you mentioned in the impact study uh, the environmental impact, and I, I but, this can't be. Uh, pushed aside. This is really important stuff. And can you speak just a little bit on that? Well, and again, I think it's something we can really be proud of in Oregon. Uh, Oregon was the first state that initiated a best practices management platform that is now done throughout the nation. And I think it was back in 1999. Uh, and kudos to the Golf Course Superintendents Association of Oregon, who uh, led that charge. Uh, as I said, it's now been adopted nationwide. Uh, we really have led the way in terms of environmental uh, best practices and, and what we do for the environment. I mean, Oregon, I think from 10 years ago, even uses 8.8% 8, 8 .8 less water on their facilities um, than in the past. And as you know, particularly in California, water is a huge issue. But it's a huge issue nationwide as well. But I think just, you know, those couple of points really, uh, you know, give you, let you know that Oregon is really leading the way in terms of environment. Uh, I think we're sixth in the numbers of percentages of Audubon certified facilities in the country. So, uh, again, another, uh, another specific that points to us being a leader. Uh, as far as maybe some areas where the the uh, impact study showed uh, golf could seize more or provide a bigger impact, what are operators, facilities looking at um, as ways to to increase that impact for them, uh, revenue streams, uh, and taking advantage of uh, I don't know crossover the tourism aspect or other mm -hmm. sorts of uh, things to to partner with that people who love to go and take in golf would, would also be interested in doing? Yeah, I think you, you've seen across the board. And I will say, you know, one point with COVID, um, you know, we speak to the increased rounds, new people coming into the game, people who already played golf uh, playing more. And, and that really shows that golf itself is truly uh, a safe recreation even in the, in the age of COVID. Uh, it, it really was natural, a way to naturally self-social uh, distance people uh, between those that they played with. I think you saw, however, a lot of facilities suffered from the standpoint of could not hold big events anymore because of the restrictions on gatherings. Food and beverage revenue suffered. Uh, large events suffered. So there was a bit of a trade-off in terms of uh, golf facility operators losing money on on one hand but they increased rounds and, and participation so uh, that helped but I think you saw there was a lot of creativity across the board with facility operators in bringing people to their facility coupling it with you know what they could do in terms of 
utilizing box lunches, maybe having some other entertainment on site as well, uh, events that they could hold and could hold safely but would restrict gatherings. You saw a lot of, uh, a lot of facilities taking advantage of just uh, trying to be creative with uh, keeping people at the facility and keeping them engaged and playing more golf. For people that want to uh, look more into this, uh, get the summary, see some of those details, those uh, social media uh, posts, uh, yep. where should they head to uh, for more details about it? So the Golf Alliance of Oregon website, and that's golfallianceoregon.com, uh, has the full report itself. There is also a fact sheet, sort of a summary sheet, of all the kind of the highlights of the report. And then you'll see the social media posts uh, from all of our respective organizations on the Alliance for the next two weeks that we'll all be sharing and retweeting um, for, the next, for the next couple of weeks. So golfallianceoregon.com, and you can get all the uh, details there. Well, we always uh, appreciate you making time for us here and uh, look forward to uh, seeing things uh, start to warm up as the weather does, as well as uh, food and beverage, and, and hopefully soon some more of the, uh, the bigger events, the charity tournaments uh, that we have all enjoyed so yeah. much in the past. Well, we're looking forward to getting back to normal. And, uh, Harold, I was told not to take a lot of time because uh, you've got to head out to the golf swap, I, I hear. Yes, I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to be down there, but uh, uh, today you're probably taking the day off. I know how hard you work. Uh, <laughs> take I, I, a little time. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, I'm going to head to the club great. swap. We'll chat about that a little bit. That sounds great. Thanks for helping us out. There you go. Thanks so much, Barb. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. You bet, Barb Trammell, CEO of the uh, Oregon Golf Association there. And, uh, again, OregonGolfAlliance.com if you're interested uh, on more details. We'll come back. Uh, some thoughts that we had about this. Uh, we'll mention the uh, club swap again that's going on today. Uh, if you've got junior golfers that uh, either need clubs or have outgrown the clubs uh, that they had, how you can uh, get them into some new equipment as we uh, head down the stretch here. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. 
Which new driver is best for your game? Who makes the best golf gear? Where should you take your next golf vacation? Which local course should you get to know better? This is the business of golf every week on Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 848 here. As we uh, come down the finishing holes, Center and Saint following us. And again, uh, the Ducks and the VCU Rams tonight, round one of the NCAA men's basketball tournament. 6.30 pregame tip will be. It's scheduled for 6.57, but it's the second game of a doubleheader, and they got to sanitize the courts once the first game's done. So Is that, they do that? Yeah, the, the, game, yeah the, the whole bubble they created in Indianapolis, they've got to take a little extra time. Normally, the other team's like waiting in the, the tunnel to come out before the first, and then as soon as the first game's done and they clear the court, they're right back on. But now they got to they got to wipe down, sanitize all the bench areas and everything, get different basketballs out there, all that stuff. Well, good for them, but that is a huge project. I, I, yes, it's kudos a, to them for the effort. Yeah, the massive undertaking uh, to get the tournament played, but you knew there was no way they were going to scrap it for two years in a row and lose out on a billion-plus of dollars. Yeah, but it's it's also the fan interest. I Basketball, for me, I, I, I watch it when it's, the season's already going. But when it comes to March Madness, I'm there from the start. Oh, everybody is. And it, it got so you. much fun. Oh, yeah. And thank it, you, Oral Roberts. Yeah. And thank you, uh, thank you, uh, Oregon State. Yeah. That was fantastic yesterday. Exactly. Those, and those games leading in, Michigan uh, State. Yeah, and, the first uh, four games UCLA. provided drama. So we had a bunch of overtimes, uh, I think five double-digit seeds winning on the first day. So, yeah. All sorts of fun. I was thinking about my brackets and and even your Syracuse I, Orange. I, I don't think I yes, I don't think I lasted or would have lasted at all through the first round. No, no, very few are perfect. <laughs> well, I, I don't know of anyone who would have been perfect uh, year in yeah. and year out. And this year, I would have because usually you pick the top guys and they're going to knock off the bottom. There's too many five seeds uh, get knocked out and the 12 seeds are winning and yeah we had a 12 of 13 and a 15 that's a 10 crazy. and 11 on day one yeah that's crazy it's, it's great fun so uh that all gets going here 9 15 uh, georgetown and colorado the first one up on tv so another 5 um, 12 game my my wife is a cu uh grad oh there you go yeah buff's so, got a good squad this year yeah they do and uh rarely do they yeah well so. they got a coach that knows what he's doing tad boyle's a good yeah. coach Awesome. Anyway, plenty of that coming up with Center and Saint. But uh, getting back to uh, the impact study that was done for the Oregon Golf Alliance, and uh, Barb was talking there. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. And I know, as as a past president of the uh, Oregon chapter of the uh, PGA of America, uh, you know the operators and in, in in the professionals had to they an amazing job one to pivot to figure out how golf was going to stay alive. The Oregon Golf Alliance was crucial in never having the game shut down completely during COVID to keep, you know, some courses had to, you know, back away a little bit and, um, you know, reorganize themselves. But the industry overall was not able or was able to keep going uh, throughout everything. And so everybody working together. But I'm curious as we start to come out of this now and, and working back towards uh, how things used to be or as close to as possible, what's going to change? And the other key is you start to wonder now, is it going to, with the demand and, and courses wanting to make up for lost revenues or, or the recreational guys, are we going to see things getting gouged a little bit? Well, there's a couple of questions you asked there. The first one is that why is this study important? It's, it's important to inform the public, but it's also important for those of us who have a stake in the industry to understand that uh, we can puff up our chest a little bit and feel proud of the work that we do day in and day out and the importance of golf uh, in, in the economy of Oregon and in the region. Uh, how is it going to sustain? I think what it, the study does and what we have seen is that you might be able to take the study and set it aside outside of COVID. For me personally, that's what I'm looking at. Uh, but there was an 8% jump in participation by uh, new and existing uh, players. Uh, more rounds played. How are we going to handle or sustain that is a tough uh, question 
to answer, but I think we have learned from this experience. And so how are we going to open up our food and beverage? How are we going to get people in for events? I think there's going to be a pent-up demand for those events that have not been able to be held for a year and a half now uh, to say, let's do our charity event. Very few were held last year. So uh, it's very possible uh, that companies will say, because our employees went through such a difficult time, let's get out and have some fun and do something. And I think uh, planning an outdoor event at a golf course is a great way to get everyone back on the same page and back face-to-face, whether you've got a mask on or not. Uh, just to feel that there's some camaraderie and there's some light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, the tricky part will be with that pent-up demand, courses are going to have a hard time because if there's more demand for regular rounds to be played, but you start stacking up all these these tournaments and taking the courses out of play for people that just want to go play, balance, balancing that. Well, it's always a balancing yeah. act, and you can't make everyone happy. Uh, I can tell you from a business standpoint when you have a tournament that has 120 players scheduled and it rains they're going to be there if it rains and you don't maybe nobody will be there so that's the act that you have to uh have to balance um and we go through that all the time i think most players realize that you can't always get on the golf course at the time that you want there's and we have enough golf courses to service people. We've lost several through this uh, through this difficult time, but I think we have enough golf courses and enough tee times available to service everyone. Yep, that'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see how uh, things start to come out and how the tourism piece once people feel more comfortable traveling and going, whether it's to Bandon, Running Y, Central Oregon, the coast, wherever those go to be. Well, I think the. Uh, uh, I had a plan, a trip plan to Bannon. I they're they're coming out of it, and they've got a, uh, they're really quite good with the protocols, the COVID protocols, and and we were going to go, but we had some issues come up, uh, that uh, we had to cancel our reservations. But uh, I'm dying to get back there. Yep. Uh, I want to get over to Central Oregon. You've got great golf courses over there, Brasada Ranch. You've got Aspen Lakes. You've got Pronghorn. You've got so many opportunities over there uh, to go over and play. So as the restrictions uh, subside, I think you're going to see quite a bit of travel. We've already seen it in air travel around the country. People are ready to get out and and do something. So there's going to be an initial bump in participation. It may go from the 8% up to 12 or 15%, even as high as 20%. But um, then will it level off? I'm not sure that it will. I think that we will be able to retain uh, quite a bit of that uh, bump. Certainly you hope so and uh, that that will uh, allow courses then to continue to consider whether it's uh, renovations or improved capital improvements on the courses that are there, possibly expansion, those sorts of things. Uh, but the industry needs to know that they can count on those rounds being played moving forward to, to go ahead and bankroll those projects. Yeah, and that's another uh, issue altogether. And Barb just touched on it very briefly, the, the capital improvements. I think what you're going to see is um, because there's been a trade-off and a loss in food and beverage, um, but rounds were up, you know, your money was kind of flattening. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see when everything is back to uh, some state of normal whether those capital improvements will, will happen. Uh, does Aaron Wise hold on? Is he going to raise his uh, second PGA Tour trophy this weekend? Well, I can tell you that um, he's looking pretty good right now. He's got the eye of the tiger. If you've seen any photos or videos on him, he's really he's really into this. I'd love to see him do it. Uh, 
errant, make a lot more putts than you have. In yep, well, he's been knocking them in and uh, two eagles in its round yesterday. 10 a.m. on Golf Channel, noon on NBC, both uh, today and tomorrow for watching. Scotty Harrington's on the leaderboard, too. He's at seven under, so let's hope uh, he can climb up there, get some FedEx points and a paycheck. Uh, we'll keep an eye on our local golfers. That'll do it for us. Thanks to Barb Trammell, as always. Uh, Will Darkens there producing. He's with Eastwood Center and Sync coming up next. For Harold, I'm Jason. Hit him straight. To uh, try and overcome, I want to be whipped. The ladies are getting creamed. Look, I'm I'm in the rough quite a bit. Sucks yeah, moisture yeah. out of the green. One, two, three, four, five. Bogey, 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 bogey. Oh my gosh, it came up, Peter Jacobs. <laughs> you know how easy I am. Yeah, I know. Peaches <laughs> in Europe. Uh, how powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.